podcast. My name is Bri, that's spelled B-R-E-I. Thank you so much. Today I'm going to do a quick commentary about the film that was newly released, I believe, in September and is still currently in theaters, known as A Haunting in Venice. It had a release in 2023, rating of PG-13, and has a runtime of an hour and 43 minutes. So basically, this is another sort of whodunit. I believe it's adapted from Agatha Christie, which is something I just recently learned, which I probably should have already known about, which is uh, pretty intriguing. This is a sequel to two other pre-existing films. So there's one known as Murder on the Orient Express, and then there's another one known as Death on the Nile, where the same detective has gone in and solved these well-known murders. This one has sort of a theatrical Halloween type feel, more leaning into like a horror film and not so much just like the detective comes in, murder happened. There's a lot of other elements and strings being pulled to get him there because he was currently retired as a detective, but a writer friend, friend, I say that in quotation marks with my hands, if you can't see it, obviously you can't. And so she sort of gets him there by talking him out of retirement. He's been retired, avoiding taking on any new clients for whatever reason. It seems that he has lost some hope, which is another thing in the film that I enjoy because we have sort of this internal conflict battle going on with our retiree <laughs> detective who's really who was really good at what he did and people are still needing his help. And he's sort of in this mental state that seems a bit unstable and maybe it's something that just comes with age where you're just kind of tired and you need a break. Or maybe there was a defining trigger with being around cases that really seem like they could be soul-crushing and disappointing and maybe loses some hope for you internally when it comes to humanity. I did not really enjoy the... Death on a Nile, I just want to say that. I did not really enjoy that film. I think it used a lot of the, I don't want to say tropes, but the typical sequence of events of there's this murder that happened, there's this detective trying to solve it, who did it, let's give context clues, let's foreshadow, let's see if you can figure it out before the film tells you and that climactic unveiling which is a lot of similar tropes that were also used in uh, Haunting in Venice with beautiful scenery, tipsy, turvy, curvy angles, very unexpected angles sometimes, extreme close-ups on doorknobs, faces, jump scares that were actually really good and unexpected, stellar performances. I would say Michelle Yoon and the young boy, I believe his name is... Judd Hill, they were standouts in this film, which is saying a lot when the whole cast is very talented, but those two really stood out to me. And so interesting, the the approach with this film compared to the other ones. Like I said, very theatrical, similar to the other ones, but had its own vibe. And then, now I stated that I didn't like Death on an Isle. Murder on the Orient Express. I enjoyed that film a lot and I did not expect the ending and I know that's adapted from I believe 
Agatha Christie, but also I think they've already made a movie. Maybe it came out in the 70s, I want to say. I could be wrong on that. But I've seen an older version of that. And I believe that... Maybe I'm going too far on this. But I believe the original version of Murder on the Orient Express... What is her name? Bacall. Bacall was in that one of the original adaptation of an Agatha Christie film of Murder on the Orient Express. And then there's this newer version that came out a few years ago, which was really good and I enjoyed it. So that's just a little tidbit if you're interested in watching the older one. I, I enjoyed the older one. I liked the newer version a little bit more. Maybe if I had seen them in a different order, I might disagree or change my opinion on that but that's all you should you should know about that so yes I really liked the original uh beginning of this whole sequence series Murder on the Orient Express and Death on an Isle did not enjoy while they, I feel like they all have their own vibe and I'm talking about the other ones even though I'm really trying to push for this one and give you guys a recommendation it's just because I feel like telling you about this film and then not telling you about the others that are pre-existing would be kind of dumb. And because if you enjoy this, you might want to go watch those other ones. But just sort of giving you an overview of which ones I preferred. So on and so forth. But yeah, I think mostly the things that stood out were the, the approach to the sort of overarching theme. The jump scares, the angles, the performances were solid. The fact that I didn't know who did it. But by the end, I feel like I should have known, and it made the most sense that it was this person, but I like that it, it did feel like it could be so many people, and I think that's what makes a really good whodunit. I'd say that paying attention to the jump scares can also be ways to find clues, also ways to get you jumping and nervous, and ways that the film is teaching you its style for this specific approach uh, in this film. And I'm trying to think of something else that I really enjoyed. Huh. Yeah, I think I talked about all of that already. So over, overall, I think the added benefit of this film was just the internal battle that it seemed like our detective was going through. Does he still have it after being in retirement for so long? Is he testing his faith a little more? I saw a little bit of sort of that religious aspect coming up, which I think is really easy to approach in horror films and does happen quite a few times and sometimes it can seem a little bit redundant but I didn't feel overwhelmed by that in ways that I have in other films and so yeah I would recommend this film and I think it was worth the watch worth the money and now I'll go ahead and do a quick commentary um, quote segment and then we'll be good Okay, so there's one moment that I think really does wrap up the feeling of this film, specifically with the detective's sort of internal battle and then doing what he does best, which is solving crime. After death, there's nothing. Something. Thank you.